until about maybe two or three years ago, mm -hmm. I used to be so bad at letting myself cry that I would only cry like three-ish times a year. Holy crap. <laughs> three times a week for me is like, I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually a New York Post article and lots of articles will tell you that on average women cry about six times a month, okay. whereas men cry about three times a month. Wow. Wait. Do I? I think I cry too much. Six times a month? <laughs> I thought that would be higher as well. Shit. And then I thought the male statistic would be lower. Yeah. But that's huh. cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So our topic for today is crying. Ooh. Yeah, we're about to get emotional. Yes. But in all the best ways. Totally. This is Loud. And Louder. With, with Holly, Holly and Misha. Misha. Okay, so a Psychology Today article that I read said boys and girls cry the same amount until about 11 or 12 years old. Okay, that Super makes sense. Super interesting. Yeah. 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 So um, how often did you cry as a kid, Misha? I wouldn't say I was a crybaby, but <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have always been emotional, mm -hmm. and so... I mean, I definitely would cry. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I definitely could be a brat where if I didn't get something that I wanted, I would cry. Or like if I really wanted a sleepover and there was no logical reason for them to say no, which was all the time, I would definitely <laughs> shed a tear. And yeah, but I mean, I don't think I was like, oh, here comes Misha, the crybaby. But I definitely had my fair share of crying as a child. So... Correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you cried more with your parents than with other kids. Yeah. I don't really remember kids making me cry. Okay. No. Okay. I don't think so. So then how did your parents respond to you crying? <laughs> so my dad's reaction was always like, and it was always when I was in that like deep sob where you're just like, <laughs> and you Gasping like, can't for breathe. Air. And he's like stop crying you need to stop that crying mess and i'll be like i'm, I'm trying to cry. and it was just like the more he said that the more i'd want to cry right. because he was like suppressing my crying and i just need to release it um what about your mom then my mom my mom's just tough but like not in a mean way but she i'm definitely way more of an emotional person i think when it comes to crying than my mom. So like she would just kind of be like, oh God, like Misha, <laughs> it's really not necessary. You don't need to cry about this. So she would just try to bring like logic into yes. your emotion. She's a very logical woman. Okay, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, so did you ever see your mom or dad cry? Not really. I mean, honestly, I remember the first time I saw my dad cry and it was at his father's funeral. So Aww. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then he also, yeah, honestly, I think every time I've seen my dad cry, it was at a family member's funeral. Okay. And yeah, even my mom too. Um, well, she did cry at my brother's wedding, which was just beautiful. Yeah, and happy so tears. It was just a beautiful night and awesome. So she cried there. <laughs> but yeah, really, it's only been like death which is just surprising that I came out of those two because I cry like while watching a commercial about like a child in Africa or something. Oh, same. <laughs> same. The videos, we were just talking about this the other day. The Facebook videos of 
um, dogs greeting their owners that have like been away oh, yeah. because they're in the military. Oh yeah. Oh. Every time it gets me. Which is so funny that you picked that one because I probably would have picked like the kids crying when their parent comes okay, home. That makes so, me cry too. But it's, it's definitely a Holly and Misha thing right there for <laughs> sure. You definitely love animals more than people, I think, sometimes. And it depends on the person and it depends <laughs> on the animal. But yes. So what about you? Like how did your parents react? Were you a were you a crying child? Do you remember? I was very militant about crying and like if I got hurt on the playground or um you know even if something was distressing to me going on with you know a family member or whatever I would not let myself cry often at least as far as I remember remember um I just like instilled that in me at a very young age and then kept it up like I said until like a few years ago where I just saw myself as weak I saw Damn. crying as unnecessary. I was really embarrassed or ashamed if I ever cried, but especially if I cried in front of somebody. But that's weird to me looking back. Like, why would you feel embarrassed to cry in front of no one but yourself well, even? Well, what's interesting that you say that now that you say that it makes me think. There's definitely times where if I was by myself and hurt myself the same manner that if I hurt myself in front of people... I'm more likely to hold back my tears because I'm embarrassed. Rather, like, if I'm by myself and it hurts, I'm going to wail. Prime example <laughs> is I hurt myself all the time, guys. And um, one trip, Whitney and I were on scooters. Um, oh, I love this Might story. have had some drinks or five or seven. Um, I do not condone drinking while scooting, uh, especially after this. And I just so happened to hit a bump in the middle of the alley, uh, flew off. My scooter went in a bush one way. I flew off the other way. And guys, when I tell you I wailed like a sobbing child in the middle of an alley at one o'clock in the morning (laughs) and Wit kept trying to get me up and I was just like, I can't. (laughs) And like that, that shows how much of how much in pain I was because usually because I hurt myself all the time around him like usually I can hold it off but that was just like the floodgates open okay but in your defense didn't you like sprain your yeah, ankle yeah it was pretty bad it was, yeah it was I think bad. I would scream too yeah. I mean but like five minutes like I don't know I've never I've never felt a sprain so maybe he kept I trying would. to pick me up and I was just like slapping at his hands like stop it it was bad. Well, actually, the worst pain of my life was my kidney stone. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't responding to morphine, which is their go-to. So for hours, they were trying to control my pain with a variety of drugs. And that's the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Like, yeah. times a billion. And I didn't cry ever. But I think also... You didn't cry? No. Oh I God. just, I just was like kind of cussing a lot. Oh my God. Uh, especially cause this damn doctor was talking to Aaron and he talked with his hands a lot and he kept slamming his hands on like the, the like bed I was laying on. What? So it kept moving my bed and every inch I moved was like torture. And I was like, excuse me, could you please not do that? And, and you're, kept, and you're polite with it. And he she, kept doing heart. it and I was just like murdering him in my head. Um, but no, I think honestly... This brings up a good point. My default when I'm upset is to get angry Uh instead of to cry. Oh, see, when I get angry, I cry too. That happens to (laughs) me too. But but at least, like, I cry way more now, but I still struggle with 
letting myself cry because I'm upset or angry or stressed. Mm-hmm. Like, I will be fine with crying at, you know, a movie or a song, mm-hmm. like, if it's really moving. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely cry more from stuff like that, but I'm still working with my therapist. Thanks, <laughs> Betsy. Um, on on just letting myself cry when I'm upset and, and not being ashamed or weak because I don't I've gotten to a point where like I don't think other people are weak like no. when I see them cry it's okay so but for good, some reason because, like, I you can't see me, cry you're not like this weak little no. bitch <laughs> <laughs> not at all I've definitely gotten to a point where like it's just me like I I don't know why I can't just let myself cry like I let other people cry but I am significantly better than I used to be well, and I'm good. still working on it that's good because I think yeah you gotta release otherwise you're gonna like kill somebody or something <laughs> how were your parents when it came to crying mm, my mom is very emotional as well mm-hmm. uh as well as you, I mean, not as well as me. Okay. Um, which is, no, 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 it's, it's fine. <laughs> um, so I've seen my mom cry a lot. Yeah. Um, more than I would care to. <laughs> I don't, I don't respond super well when I think someone's being overly emotional. Yeah. Or like when they're trying to... Get attention from it. She doesn't listen to this. She, okay. You're fine. You're fine. Um, <laughs> but my dad, it's funny because he's very much a tough guy. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I've seen him cry a lot. Like, especially in church. Mm. He cries almost every church service. Really? He cries from watching. Is it a um, certain point in the church service? Like, is it when they ask for offerings? He's like, no. <laughs> no. Not the no. body. No, it's joking. like the sense of. Like, humility, I think. Like, how could God love me even though I've, like, messed up so much? So he cries a lot during worship and sermons. He also cries watching things like um, Touched by an Angel. (laughs) Yes. Um, And, you know, this is really sweet. He cries at, um, at, like watching his kids perform in sports like he has like my little brother's his favorite match of my little brother's wrestling me is like my little brother worked so hard to like rank at this specific tournament it's like one of his last tournaments of his wrestling career Uh and my dad just like sobbed and i think that's so sweet and um in high school i convinced him to come to a play because like theater and music is definitely not like his thing he's Uh not as interested Uh but it was really important to me and Mm -hmm. so finally I convinced him when I was the lead in a play um a musical Mm -hmm. and what musical um My Fair Lady oh cute and my grandparents came too and they had never seen me in a show oh and they were all talking about afterwards how like the first like 10 seconds I started singing they just started crying oh and it meant so much to me that's so cute so I guess both parents are pretty in tune with their emotions, which doesn't totally explain me. Um, so only it's time... actually interesting because we have the opposite and we are the yeah. opposite. Yeah. Wow. Are your parents actually my parents and my parents? Are you? Were we switched at birth? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely, I'm not. All right. So according to the same New York Post article that Holly referenced. A sad TV show, movie, or book is most likely to leave women watery-eyed, while men are more likely to tear up at sad moments or memories. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I think that's valid. Um, I will. So I do remember the first movie that I cried to. Aww. I had to have been like 
maybe nine. God. And it was The Little Princess. Oh, that movie is so... <sighs> that scene where, uh, like, the father didn't have any memories, and she's just like, oh. Papa! Papa, it's me! And I just, I just remember laying on... I can picture as a laying on the couch with, like, all of a sudden tears falling. And I'm like, what's happened? I literally got the chills when you said Papa. End <laughs> <laughs> scene. Which version was this? The Shirley Temple version? Or no. the newer? The newer one. Okay, yeah. The newer one. Where I mean, she had, like, the little sad. black friend that, like lived in the um it was a great movie i haven't seen that in so long it was so good i mean i can't remember the first one that made me cry but i do remember being surprised myself by myself as a kid like once movies did start affecting me like that yeah i was like oh i'm turning into a little pansy (laughs) what's happening so much guilt associated to cry you know you have a lot of associated guilt we need to break through girl (laughs) this one has gotten a lot better i swear i'm glad so let me think. Other things that make me cry. Yeah. Um, gospel music, mm. especially like in a church, and it's a good choir. I I I can't not like I try to start singing, and then it's just like, <laughs> and and it, it all goes out from there. For you, is it because like the music itself is just very moving, or is it what you're saying and like something related to God? I think it's a combination. I think. Same for Music me. in general, like, if it's just a powerful song, mm-hmm. it just gives me goosebumps and, like, I start to get watery-eyed. So did you ever listen to C.C. Winans? Oh, yeah. Jehovah Jireh. Oh, girl, sing it. I love that song. <laughs> but I think the Winans had, like, some scandal. I I just remember, what, B.B. and C.C.? I don't even know what happened. I just... I remember vaguely hearing their name affiliated with, I believe, a financial scandal. Oh, well, they were getting that money. But know. I didn't want to look it up and like have it ruin everything for me. So. It's okay. They still have some powerful songs. For sure. And I also, it is, it also will depend on how I'm feeling in life. Like I, if, mm-hmm. if it is a time where I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Or, uh, <laughs> you know, that happens every once in a while. Or like, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, if I'm missing somebody or if I'm mm-hmm. sad, it will definitely hit me harder. Um, and just like the lyrics, especially like I grew up in a church that like the gospel wasn't that great, you know, I mean, it was the choir. Yeah. I mean, we had, we had like a chancel choir and then a gospel choir and like, it was good. But like, then when I go, and so like our church was not an all black church. It was like a very diverse church in Oak Park. But then when I would go to like an all black church, (laughs) I would just be like, what is happening? Like, why don't we do this? Or even like my friend's church. That's across the street. Like, they have that huge, you know, like, the big band and, like, the... Mm-hmm. Not the glory session. What do they call it? What do they call it? Glory session. What do they call it? The praise... Praise and praise worship? Praise and worship, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, like, the lyrics are up on the yeah, screen. And yeah. so, like, you're also, like, seeing it and, like, the music. I'm just like... Oh, you got to go to Soul City with me one day when it opens up again. Oh, man. It, gets, it hits it, me. Yeah. They do, like, a whole production, but, like, it's so... Oh, I just get all the feels. Well, and also in my friend's church, too. Shout out to Katya and Drew. But they are, like, this adorable, beautiful couple who both are on the stage singing. Aww. Drew is, like, the guitarist and lead singer. And That's so it's cute. just, like, they are so cute. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I think for me, at least at Soul City Church and, spe- like, specifically, the baptisms. Really? I, I cannot help but cry at the baptisms because I just, like... I, I swear, like, I 
feel something there. I feel the presence of God and I see people who are like trying to just be better and like making a huge change in their life. And especially if they get emotional or yeah. someone's with them and they get emotional, I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> and, and I think That's cool. the baptisms help my faith too. Like whenever I'm just like, I don't know how to make sense of any of this stuff or like, I don't know what I believe today. Mm-hmm. If I see a baptism, like all that mess goes away and it's just kind of like simplified for me where it's just about the feelings Yeah. for once. I also, of course, just cry at like every disney animated movie yeah i mean coco for the longest time i was like you know this is beautiful but i don't know why people cried and then we got to the end and i was like (laughs) (laughs) yeah like so disney makes me emotional and happy and especially like the older ones it's more like nostalgia that just makes me feel like i'm a kid again um movie wise crying so i remember like we went to go see frozen 2 together oh this girl Frozen. loves Frozen 2. And Frozen. One and two. Yes. Also, like, maybe it's because I have sisters, but, like, the concept of something yeah. happening to my sister, yeah. like, even if I talk about it too long right now, like, I will tear up. Yeah, like, my brother, it's like, we, like, <laughs> I guess we'll save each other if we have to, you know, but I, I do get the, like, the bond of the sisters. Yes. And, uh, and so you're, you hyped it up, you know, and I'm I, and, sorry. no, and I thought it was great. So I didn't cry the first time, but the second time I watched it, I cried oh. at home. And that happened, you know what other movies that happened with? The Notebook. Mm. Everybody hyped up The Notebook so hard. And I was like, that you know, it's cute. It. Like, yeah, it's cute. And then the second time I watched it, I bawled my eyes out. I'm like, <laughs> did, I, did I miss something the first round? Like, I don't know what just happened. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know if it's like just, it's it's like the, oh, so perfect example. Because I, I figured you were going to bring this up. The Making of Frozen 2, right? Oh. You said you cried every episode mm-hmm. and like yeah. i've watched three episodes and i definitely have gotten teary-eyed but i think like it's almost like my tear ducts are like trying like i'm like oh god this probably is it this is it and it's <laughs> like i'm like pumping myself up and then it's just like one drop i'm like oh no, come on nisha it, no it was the same for me it would be like one maybe two drops okay okay like it was moving but i i'm not like a mess okay i mean Shows that make me a mess. Um, so I am a Gleek diehard. And <laughs> let's just preface this too. Usually by the time I got to Glee, I'd had some wine. So, you know, like that really <laughs> lets all the tears start to flow. And so I definitely used to cry. Oh, my God. <sighs> when Finn died, who was the main character, and he like unexpectedly passed. In real life. In real life. Let me point out. Yes. And my girl and I, Christina, shout out, she's listening. We were watching it. We like made some food, had our wine. When I tell you by the end of the episode, (laughs) the whole table was covered in tissue paper and we couldn't breathe. Like we all, like our noses were completely stuffed. We were just like, well, that was a lot. (laughs) Like what's (laughs) wrong with us? So I remember one of the last times we cried together was when we did the Juneteenth caravan. Oh. And on June 19th this year, Oak Park had this caravan that drove around the whole perimeter. Parameter? I always, my mom parameter, I think. every time I do that. I mean, my mom's I'm not like, great at English. You're a dummy. But yeah, so we drove around the whole city and there were just, there was just so many things that just like pulled my heart. Strings. I have never experienced something like that. Also, I will be the first to admit I didn't know what Juneteenth was until this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, from 
this year on, like, it will be a celebration. I will raise my half-black children to yes. love and appreciate the holiday. Yep. And so this was just a lot of firsts for me in general. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, your playlist was epic. <laughs> Thank so you. Thank I think you. the time that really made me tear up the most was... It was t- towards the beginning, and you know we're driving, and oh, there are a bunch of like kids, people of every race, every age, just like cheering and celebrating on the sidewalks. Bumps. And "Freedom" by yes. Beyonce comes on. I remember that. Oh, that one woman that was probably like my mom's age, and she had oh. a sign up. And she was just, like, crying. She was just, like, silent and still with, like, tears flowing down her face. Because also, I think... Oh, I got the chills, too. I think, um, you know, for older black people, this is, like, the world that they've dreamed of. And granted, granted there's a, a lot, lot of fucking to do. work. Yes. There's <laughs> a lot of improvement. And racism is still alive and but the allyship, happening. I feel like this year... I don't know what it... Something's happening. 2020 yes. is a transition year. I'm just yes. hoping for the best for that. Because I, I hope it just gets better. Honestly, like, I, this year, just because so much was going on all at once um, with the police brutality and the murders and all of that shit, you know? And yeah. then on top of that, we're, like, quarantined. And so it's just, like, that's all you're seeing. And I, like, I've definitely had past moments where I've gotten emotional uh, with the state that like our black people are in in this country mm-hmm. but man there was just one day where like so let me take it back i really did not use my voice the way that i should have for a while because oh, i didn't want to get in arguments with dumb ass exactly. people you know and it's so like exhausting yeah it's exhausting and so but finally i'm like fuck this like i have to say something like we have to educate and yeah. my aunt tony said something that i love where i was i was just venting to her i was like i'm sick of like arguing with idiots and she was like you know even if you don't touch them who knows if your comment will touch someone that is their friend that makes them adjust and so I started doing way more this year and man I woke up this one morning and I was like in the bathroom you know my morning scroll and I got this comment from someone and like it just took it and I I was just like, what the hell? Like and I punched to the gun. Yeah, and I like walked into the bedroom with Way, and he looked at me, and I just looked at him. I'm just like, I'm so fucking tired. I just started bawling. I'm like, I need a yeah. day, like, you know. And it was so cool because my my really good friend Chase called me because I mess I said something on Facebook. I'm like, I need a day. Like, I can't. I I'm I can't. Like, I I feel defeated. And he called me, and he was like, Listen, take a day, but tomorrow you better get your ass back in here yeah. because. You know someone that's not here anymore that would have been on this shit, and that's my dad. My dad was a freedom. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he used to go on the freedom rides. He was like doing the sit-ins, and like my mom wow. was part of the Black Panther movement, and she's they and they. That's so was like, Yeah, and he was like, "You gotta keep fighting because Gary would want you to keep fighting." I was yeah. like, "Yep, you're right." Uh, well, and I just this is the first year that I have really taken responsibility too, and just hearing. You and Wit talked to me and even Aaron and a few other black friends. Just, it was the same thing. It was just like, they felt like their souls had been crushed. They were just so exhausted. Mm -hmm. They're just tired of trying to educate people Mm -hmm. constantly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, I need to step in. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to carry some of this weight. Mm -hmm. And it was the same thing. I've never posted things slightly controversial Mm -hmm. on social media. And I was like... 
that's ending today. If you want to argue, let's talk. Like, I'm going to try and keep this as civil as possible. Well, you have a way different route than me. Like, I remember, (laughs) I remember, like, seeing those memes before Thanksgiving where people are like, oh, got to go home to my Trump-supporting family and have these arguments. I'm like... We're all the same page. Yeah, so, like, my fight <laughs> is, like, external, like, internally within our family. Like, I don't have to deal with, like, it's having to cut somebody off because it's, like, I can't handle it anymore, you know? Well, and I am so anti-conflict that I don't think until, like, a month ago my dad even realized that I don't support Trump. Yeah. And that was an extremely stressful, emotional conversation for me to mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Um and you fucking did it. I, I did do it. And again, it's so easy to be like, that didn't go as well as I wanted. Or like, yeah. I really want to change someone's heart. Yeah. You know? Especially Christians. I just feel like like there are so many responses where I'm like, Jesus wouldn't be talking like this. Jesus would not be behaving like this. Jesus wasn't white. Jesus would have been protesting with us. Like he yes, was a revolutionary. He was a radical like, for come like, on now. yes. And so it, it, it's so easy for me to get frustrated with certain circles. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, what kept me going is I'm like, you know, there are lots of posts that I don't engage with that I read. Mm-hmm. So who knows what someone's going to see and mm-hmm. be affected by. And um, you, you never know what seed you're planting. So it, it's totally worth it. But this is the first year I like grieved mm-hmm. for the black people in my life. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's like making me emotional right now. I, I just know. was like so overwhelmed by everyone's pain. Mm-hmm. Um because I don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Like, that's something that is my privilege. Mm-hmm. And um, even just having a conversation with Aaron, I, I he doesn't always speak up about what he's going through. Yeah. He's very reserved. Yeah. And just seeing it on his face was, like, painful. And then anytime I think about, like, my future children, yes. like, that stirs something in me where I'm like, no more. Yep. Like, I'm standing up. But Juneteenth was such a nice, like, break from the drama and the chaos because it was, like, people coming together to oh, celebrate. It was so great. And it was, like, a beautiful, positive race-affiliated event yep. after all of these negative things. Yep. And it was just... Like a breath of worth fresh the air. Cry. Wasn't it worth the cry for you? Yes, it was yeah. beautiful. For <laughs> once, it was a good cry. <laughs> I already know the answer to this, but for our listeners, do you cry around your significant other? And if and when, how does he react? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I I mean, I will say this. I, do, I have not been crying as much as I used to. Which is a good thing. Um, but if it's justified, he will react in a soothing manner with me. And he good. will try to make me feel better. And good. obviously, like, try to talk it out. If it's not justified, he might treat the hell out of my ass and, like, be like, what are you doing? Um, prime example is Holly, when you threw that Halloween party last year. <laughs> it was also our anniversary, Whitney and I's anniversary. Um, we definitely had some drinks. We got home. I was crying. Still don't know why I was crying right now. I have no idea why I was crying. (laughs) I was just crying. And then I didn't, even at the time when I was crying, I didn't remember why I was crying. But then I was crying because he wasn't doing anything because I was crying. And I was like, you should be, you should be making me feel better. And he's like, but what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. But obviously I'm not okay. So you need to make me feel better. And he's just like trying to get to it and I'm not making any sense and guys he literally (laughs) 
<laughs> he literally like claps his hands, looks at me and says, Misha, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Which, like, could sound really mean, but knowing you guys, it, that was totally valid for him to say that. And I was just like, <laughs> and I, like, went in the bedroom and slammed the door, and I <laughs> cried myself to sleep. And then, like, this is what happens every time we get into an argument. The next morning, he, like, I, like, roll over, and I look at him, and I'm like, remember when you told me to shut the fuck up last night? Like, what the hell? He was like, I didn't know what to do, Mish. Like, you just, and I'm like, I'm sorry. But I, that that was probably a lot. My bad. He, he... Yeah, he probably handles a lot of those Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that was one where he was just like, what are you doing? I just, it was just. So funny. How he said, shut the fuck Right. So quiet and (laughs) calm. Yeah, like not yelling. Just exasperated. Yeah, just like, I don't know what to do with you. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. It was like, okay. It worked. I mean, I went and probably cried for 20 seconds and passed the hell out. But. That's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's. He deals with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but he also gets a lot of good stuff from this relationship. Yes. So you know uh, what? Yeah. Give and take. Seriously. What about you? I hate crying in front of Aaron. Oh. I um, I discovered this with my therapist. I want to present the most fun, like pleasant to be around wife possible, like at all times. Okay. Which is not realistic. No. Um, you are not and, a Stepford wife. Right. And I don't need to be, so no. that's insane. Yeah. And so I'm working on like not hiding things because sometimes I'll, I'll have like a really bad day or be struggling with something that's like really affecting me and Aaron has literally no idea because, well, I for those of you that don't, don't know, I'm an actress uh-huh. and I sometimes act in my real life which is bad. Yeah, that's, that's... So I'm learning to show him my real feelings and not just, like, happy, funny Holly. So one of the more recent times that I started crying in front of him, totally valid. I had just had um, a really stressful, challenging conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. It was extremely heavy, and... I started talking about the conversation with him and just immediately broke down. My instinct was to put both my hands on my face and like cover myself because mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And I kept doing it and Aaron just gently kept pulling my hands down. Oh. And he was like, Holly, it's okay to cry. You don't need to cover yourself. And I was like, thank oh. you. Like, I love like, the contrast in our stories, but <laughs> shut the fuck up. And then Aaron gently moves the hands of his lover. Okay, but again, if you were actually crying about something real, Whitney yeah, wouldn't have done totally. that. Yeah, totally. I yeah, think that's really sweet. And, and Aaron just, he tries to remind me, like, you know, I, I want to know when you're upset. I want to try and help you and comfort you. Yeah. And that's what a real marriage is, definitely, you know? Definitely, definitely. Um, Stop acting think, in your marriage, girl. Exactly. I think it's also this, um, I, I hate being a stereotype, so... I just think like, oh, women are known for crying so much and Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that. But you know what? Like when you're going through stuff in life, you are absolutely allowed to emote and should. Totally. So yeah, he's so sweet about it. He's awesome. I love that. Um, How do we feel when our significant others cry? When, you know, my significant other or someone else cries, like I try to start thinking of what I can do, what I can do. And a lot of times there's nothing you can do. You can just sit there and listen and be there and be supportive, right? Yeah, that's hard for but me like, too. But like, I want to act out You want something. a solution. Yeah, like I want to try to do something. Yeah. And like, Whit's also, you know, Whitney, I love, he's a very, I wouldn't say very, because that sounds like, well, f- 
fuck stigma. He is a very emotional guy. Like he is very in tune with his emotions. He's a very empathetic person. Mm. He, you know, so he's not one who like would try to hide. Like if he's, if he's feeling something and he would want to cry, then he's going to cry. It doesn't happen often, but when it mm-hmm. does, it's totally like, it's heartbreaking for me, yeah. you know? Cause it's just like, damn, I don't want you to feel like that. But it's also kind of like, maybe this is a good release for him to just like, cause usually when it happens, like I remember one of the last times it happens when Kobe died. And I mm. honestly didn't realize until I started talking to him about it and like seeing more, especially black men's like statuses and stuff where like that hit the black men community hard. Like mm-hmm. that was like a big blow because guys really looked up to him, you know? Mm-hmm. And like not only him as a player, but him as a person and his mantra in life and and so that really hit him hard. And we were like just out one day and he just like, it just hit him. And I appreciate that he can do that with me because I'm not going to lie. I was with someone before for a long time, like almost 10 years. And I saw that person cry twice, you know? And mm-hmm. like, I, I just, I don't, the whole like machismo, like needing to, like be a strong man and not show your emotions to me usually bites you in the ass in the long run whether yeah, you're like just holding things in yeah like you have to like all people not in, like outside of gender gender like all people need to handle their emotions the way that they want to and so like for example for you like you don't you don't feel like you need to cry you know, depends, but, but yeah. you sh- but you're learning now that if you do feel that need to just let it out instead mm-hmm. of trying to hold it. I definitely have times where I'm like, why am I crying? But I feel good after I cry and it's just like <laughs> kind of a little release. And then I move on. I move on very quickly. It's like, okay, who are we having for dinner? <laughs> like, it's just like a real, like, Oh, for me, it like ruins my whole day. Oh, no. I, I think, um, I just don't like the feeling of crying because maybe it is because I like keep things in so long that when it does happen, it's it's a lot. So then like I have a headache, my sinuses are like swelling and it just physically doesn't feel good to me. Yeah. I feel exhausted. Um, So it's tricky. It's like I I knew it needed to happen and like it is an emotional release, but physically I usually feel horrible and like need 12 hours of sleep. I I usually do feel better. Like it's just like kind of like a... Yeah, just a release. Yeah, which is fair. And we, I know we were when we were doing our research, we found something the American Psychology Association noted a study that found only about thirty percent of their students said that their moods had improved after crying, while sixty percent reported no change, and only about nine percent said that their moods worsened. So you're, um, you're in that. Small. I'm the minority for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but it is interesting. I, I didn't expect it to be such a high percentage of people who don't feel yeah, better or like, worse. It's all right, kind of like the day. that happens. And I guess it also depends on what, like, you know, we don't have that much info on this study, but it also probably depends on what people are crying about. You know, right. like if you're crying about a movie, like you usually will get over it. Exactly. Unless you're a gleek and you, like, it takes you two weeks to get over the, the death of a major character. But outside of that, usually it's like, all right, on to the next thing in my right. life, you know. Right. How do you feel when uh, your significant other would cry? Uh, it happens so rarely yeah. that when it does, it it's very impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, it is almost always because of um, 
a, a memory or a life circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, it breaks my heart. Yeah. I think when other people cry in general, I used to be like, oh shit, what do I do? Like I would go into, I'd become like a robot you all still, of a sudden. You still sometimes. <laughs> what? Don't worry. Life is positive and it's all going to work out. All you need to okay. do is. <laughs> sometimes I definitely go into action mode of like, what are three things we can do right now to make you feel better? And I'm trying to learn to just be like, this sucks. Let me sit in it with yep. you. Yep. Um, I also am learning to just, like you said, just like let people cry and vent and talk as much as they need yeah. to and just sit and listen. Yeah. I used to feel so uncomfortable with that. Like, Me too. Do I touch them? Yeah. Do I get them a tissue? Or like, do they feel like I don't care because I'm not saying anything or should I be like giving advice? Because it, it's such, it's so weird when like you start to read things, right? It's like, so then it's like people start talking about how to listen correctly and right. like don't bring up your situations but like right. but it's so quick like it's we so do that easy. on this show like you'll bring up something and be like oh that reminds me of when this happens oh that reminds and like yeah because you're trying to validate it you're within yourself relate. but also relate but sometimes relating is unnecessary and they yeah. just need to just be and you're just there mm-hmm. and sometimes it's awkward and, sometimes... and just validate what they're feeling in the moment yeah i will say um i was an ra in college shocker <laughs> And God, you probably busted so many dorm parties. <laughs> oh, sorry, never mind because there weren't really dorm parties. No, at the, I went to a Christian university. You had to have your door all the way propped open if there was someone of the opposite sex in your room, and you could only hang out in the know? living room. Well, if you heard like a voice, you're supposed to like investigate and write them up. So how many write-ups so did you strict. do? Not as many as you would think because people were really good at following the rules or taking stuff off campus. But those ones that uh, didn't, you laid no, it down. I always felt bad, but it, for me it was just like the word got around fast too where like if you weren't writing people up, especially if they were your friends, you could lose your scholarship like that. Um, and I'm telling you, I paid three grand in one year for everything. Housing, full meal plan. So basically it turned you into a narc, but like a justified it, I thought of it as like my job because I was like, <laughs> if I lose this, I will have to pay so much. Yeah. But anyways, there was a great, <laughs> there was a great training day where a psychologist came in and they talked about this mm-hmm. and they said, the worst things you can do is bring it to you and like bring up your story. Mm-hmm. You think you're doing something nice, but you're actually taking the focus off of their current pain. Yep. So you should not bring it up. I think the podcast is different because we're both trying to talk. Totally. <laughs> but in regular... My turn. <laughs> in, re- in regular life, yeah. Um, you really should leave your experience out of it mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. The other like horrible thing to say is, well... You know, there's always someone who has it worse. It could be worse. Or at least it's not this. Right. You know, and insert, you know, a worse circumstantial yeah. detail here. Yeah. Don't say that. No. Because then you're delegitimizing their pain. Yeah. And pain is pain. Emotions are emotions. Yeah. They're real because they're happening. Yeah. So didn't know we were going to be teaching that. <laughs> but there you go. Um, but just kind of going back to, you know, our significant others and just men in general, we found a lot of good research about this. Mm -hmm. Um, The American Psychological Association said that testosterone may inhibit crying while the hormone prolactin, which is seen in higher levels in women, may promote it. Hmm. So they're saying may, which means there probably needs to be more research. But I mean, I think hormones could totally play a part. Yeah. And we're not saying that it was like, oh, we're ladies with hormones and we can't run the country because we could easily start a war. Like, shut the hell up. But 
biologically there are things that are different yeah women versus men so like that sounds right i mean there's another one that we found um where men are becoming more comfortable with crying than women according to one study four in ten are comfortable shedding a tear in public and that is like that's changing you know which i think is great that like guys can see i mean remember when um barack i think it was a sandy hook shooting when he had his press conference and Barack Obama started crying and it was just like people want to see that now yeah. like i don't i don't want a rigid heartless leader no. like i want things to affect them <laughs> Ugh, i know mm. but yeah they actually brought that up in this article is that um rigid gender roles are loosening i mean it depends on what country you're in but like in the united states mm-hmm. sensitive mm-hmm. in quotes males are becoming more widely accepted. I lost my dad. It'll now be two and a half years now. And so when he got diagnosed with stage four cancer, which was literally like three weeks after he was zip lining through like the jungles in Colombia, wow. it was just like this huge like, wait, what? Like what's happening? You know? And um, it was super emotional to deal with. Like he was, it was the Friday before Christmas and he passed March 12th and by like mid January, like he wasn't my dad anymore. Like he was not Mm -hmm. like, he was not all there. He didn't look the same. It was really hard for me. Like I was crying every day because like, not only was I crying about like the reality of it, but like I was crying because like I felt bad. Like I felt so uncomfortable around him because like, and I think that he felt uncomfortable around me too because he's like literally kicked me out of the room. He'd be like, Misha, go go downstairs. And I'd be like, what? Get a snack or something. Yeah, like, and he's, but I know that he probably was like, I don't want my baby girl seeing me like yeah. this, you know? And so, like, I would, like, be on the phone crying with my friends and just, like, it was so hard. And I, I didn't know how I was going to be able to get through it. And honestly, thank God for my friends and also thank God for my family and also thank God for Whitney. Like, all I couldn't have gotten through any of it without my support system that I had. We had this whole talk as a family. My mom, my brother was in town. We were sitting down at the table. The first conversation we had was like, what are we gonna do? Like, we need to start thinking about memorials. Like, we started really like, okay, this is real. Like, we need to, and that was the first time we did that. And I went upstairs to say bye to him, like I usually did every day that I went over there. But instead of saying like, I'll see you tomorrow or something, all I said was like, daddy, I love you. And like, we're gonna be okay. And that night, it happened and mm. you know like I got the call and I freaked out and I started crying and I rushed over to my parent my parents house my brother and my mom were there and they were just a mess and like all of a sudden it was like I was not like it mm. and I I really do think it's my dad in me like I really do think that my dad knows who I am as a person and knows that I would have lost I it's grief is such a weird thing. I just never thought that I would be feeling normal, you know, like, yeah, I was a daddy's girl. And like, even to the point where like, with the memorial, my brother, who is this amazing director in Chicago for theater, he's fucking awesome. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> but he he wrote like, I told him what I wanted to say. And he wrote our thing. And I was so nervous. Because first of all, this church was packed. People were just there were so many people here to support That's us. So good. It was cool. awesome. And so that made me emotional. And then Monty and I went up to go speak and Monty started and I'm like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And Monty broke, which I was not expecting because Monty is definitely less 
showing his emotions than I am. I mean, he's definitely an emotional person, but when it comes to crying, I haven't really seen him cry as an adult where he's definitely seen me. And so I had to like step in, hold his ass, like, you know, and just take over. And like yeah. my friend Chase, again, he was just like, that was so dope what you did. And it's a weird thing because like part of me feels bad because I hear so many people talking about losing parents and like saying like they've never been the same and like every day is harder and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, am I a bad person that I'm not like no. crying every day? Like, am I not like it? Like sometimes I'm like, am I like, so can I just easily detach myself from someone like that? Like, it's just this weird thing. And every time I say it to anybody or say it to myself, everybody is always like, that's your dad. Like your dad would not want you to be sitting around crying. Yeah. You know, he would literally be, I, I've heard him while crying while he's gone, be like, that crime right? just just stop it and i'm like okay day. okay but like i really feel like the whole um then that's whole a whole different story but like the universe just works great like it's just i mean it also again i wasn't i didn't know you during this but mm-hmm. it sounds like you kind of started grieving before he left right because he started rapidly declining. deteriorating yeah. like it just like you could tell this was serious yeah and it kind of gave you a head start on Yeah, creeping? it really did. I mean, the, I do remember when it first started really going down and I was like, I don't know if I would have rather him just have died one day or to have watched it because mm. the watching was so Jeez. fucking hard. It was I just can't imagine. so hard. And like at the time it was so hard. But now thinking about it, I'm glad that we got that time. And even though it was awkward and even though I didn't know what to say to him and I just would just sit there with him. I'm super appreciative that he wasn't just taken out of my life because honestly, a lot of people in his life, it was like that because everybody, just like how Chase was that one night, like everybody was like, he's fine. He's Gary, this is Gary fucking Culver talking about, like he's going to bounce back. So like a lot of his, no, it's like a lot of his friends were just like, wait, what? Like how? So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man, losing. And I know we've talked about this. Like, you haven't lost someone, like, very, like... Close to me. Close no. to you. And it's... No, it's, it's one of my biggest fears. It's hard. It's hard. But what I will say from what I've dealt with, at least with him, is, like, you think that you can't keep going, but, like, somehow it you're fine. Like and a survival instinct kicks in or yeah, something? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I mean, and there's definitely days, like... You know, there's definitely days where a song will come on and, I like, I'll start crying. Or, yeah. like, you know, when we were watching Black is King and that one song where she's like, Daddy used to take me up. And then yeah. he's just, like, saying all these things about her dad. Aww. I'm just like, oh, my God, that's, like, so me. And, like, but there's also days where I'm like, I can't believe that I haven't seen him in two and a half years. Like, I feel yeah. like I just saw him. And then there's other days where I'm like, holy shit. Like, he's been, it's, grief is freaking weird, y'all. I mean, again, from the outside looking in, it seems to me like you have a really healthy grasp on it that you're allowed to talk about like you allow yourself to talk about him share pleasant memories share unpleasant memories he affects you like you said when you hear a song or something so you're not holding back but you're definitely still living your life and I'm grateful because you know the Misha that I met has such an effect on people you make so many people feel good about themselves you're like 
everyone's life cheerleader. Of course you make me laugh, like, (laughs) all the time. And so if this life experience had crushed your spirit, you wouldn't be affecting everyone in the way that you do. And there's something, like, beautiful about that. That's true. And there's definitely going to be moments in life where I'm just going to be like, damn, this sucks. You know, like, I haven't gotten married yet, you know, like... Whitney never met him and, and yeah. I wanted him to but by the time it was going to happen like I was like that's not my dad you right. know like I don't want and I didn't like I knew my dad was there so like I didn't want him feeling like awkward because my dad was like this he was just this dope ass guy you know yeah. and so it's like I didn't want to make him feel judged or pitied because that's really what like yeah you could tell that even when he wasn't there like he did not want pity right so it sucks you know i knew that he wanted grandkids and that's not but i mean long story short losing a parent sucks and Mm -hmm. everybody handles it differently and i'm super grateful at how i'm handling it because i do know people that like aren't handling it like that and it uh, it's it sucks because it's like what do you do you know yeah. so that's why i keep i always say like it's my dad my dad is definitely doing this for me it's not me <laughs> it's him well and i just gotta say thank you mr cole and mrs cole <laughs> who i haven't met because of the pandemic but i can't wait to meet her <laughs> but thank you to mr and mrs cole for raising such a delightful person oh i love you love you too As we near the end of our crying episode, I just want to thank you for listening to all of this. I would say this is probably our most vulnerable episode so far. Yeah, I think so too. But I loved this conversation. I did too. So, what the hell do we do with all this, Misha? So, we're let's just talk about a couple of benefits from crying. Um, mm-hmm. So, as well as helping people self-soothe, crying can help people get support from others around them. Um, there was a 2016 study that explains that crying is primarily an attachment behavior as it relays support from the people around us. And this is really known as an interpersonal or social benefit. Yeah. And another benefit is um, when you cry, your body releases oxytocin and endorphins. And these chemicals are known as making you feel good, but it also can ease physical pain, which is so cool. Nice. And another one we have, and the last one we have, is a small study in 2015 found that crying can help babies sleep better. Now, whether crying has the same sleep-enhancing effect on adults is yet to be researched, but I can certainly say that I sleep better after I cry. Same. I knock out. out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is our crying episode. Thanks so much for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at Loud and Louder Podcast. And really get the word out to your friends. We're trying to gain more followers just so that, you know, we can reach more people and hopefully affect them in a positive way. Yes. This is Loud and Louder with with Holly and Misha. Misha.